What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle call! Hey, hey! What's up, everybody? Welcome. It is a uh, Sunday night, Sunday evening. Coming up on Monday, if you listen to this uh, after the fact on Monday, but before Monday Night Football, we'll be on Monday night. YouTube Live after the uh, Monday Night Football game. If you're listening, share with your friends. This podcast got 24 hours to marinate. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be a tight. Well, we'll see. The plan here, uh, since it's Sunday, and we're going to do another one Monday, is to do a tight, like John said, quick marinator, and um, then have something new out on on Monday night as well, and uh, live on the tube. So uh, that's that's what the uh, that's what the deal is. Uh, we are sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Thanksgiving week is here. You're going to walk in empty-handed? No, walk in with some Tito's. Easiest gift you can possibly get, guy. You go to the local store wherever alcohol is sold, and Tito's will be right there. And you grab a liter, you grab a handle, and you take it to your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your sister-in-laws, wherever the heck you're going. You come, walk in that door, and you watch everyone start smiling. And hell, maybe they're not smiling because they're already arguing, uh, you just start drinking. And yeah, you'll I'll promise smiling. you'll start smiling. <laughs> uh, you know what, too? You could, uh, I'm going to go through here, John. I'm just going to pick, I think, a Tito's from the uh, titosvodka.com. Something that um, not only will I show up with the Tito's, but then you're like, hey, guys, I'm making everybody Tito's cider mules, right? Spice cider mule. You just show up with some, you get some hot apple cider. You, you get some ginger beer and some Tito's. That is all you need. Apple cider spiced. You warm it up. Some ginger beer. Some Tito's. Bam. You got a holiday drink right there, right before the turducken. Right before the turducken. Right between the Lions game and the Cowboys game. <laughs> yeah. And the who else was the other game? Uh, Patriots-Minnesota. That's the night game. Big bounce-back opportunity for the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Tito's Handmade Vodka, John. It is numero uno. Distilled and bottled, Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume. Namely, 80 proof. Oh. Crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Also brought to you by, speaking of the games, DraftKings. DraftKings. Download the app. Use the code HAM when you sign up. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code HAM at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Yep, guy. Plus, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code HAM, like I said. Place a $5 bet any NFL team to win their game. You get $150 in free bets. That's code HAM, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible state, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Here's what we're looking at right now, John, for Monday night. Niners are minus eight at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the Bills on Thursday. A couple ideas for Thursday, by the way. You got the Bills minus 10. Lions are hot. They've won three in a row. The uh, Giants are plus eight at the Cowboys. You know what I noticed today looking at the Giants? Because they suck, uh, even though they're seven and three. Uh, they're coming back to earth hard. John, I think they might win like nine games this year. I looked at their schedule. They play Dallas this week. They play, the, they play the football team twice. Loss, loss. They They're play hot. they play Philly twice. They play loss, Minnesota. Loss. They play Indy. Loss, loss. So they could go two and five, miss the playoffs down the stretch here. They have played 10 games. Today they got beat by whatever the final score was. I don't know, 31 to 18 or something like that. Yeah, I think they I think it was became a one score game. I think the final was 31 23 or something, but it was not that. I don't think it finished a one score game, did it? I thought I saw it come up across the ticker. I thought, but I mean, I uh, final score thirty-one eighteen. So not a one. Okay, thirty-one eighteen. Not not a one-score game. The Giants have all, have played in eight one-score games this year. Eight out of ten. That's insane. I, uh, I got my Buffalo Cleveland game mixed up. That was thirty-one twenty-three. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Patriots Vikings the night game. Vikings minus three. By the way, if you're not, this is not part of the ad anymore. But if you're not in a uh, DraftKings sportsbook. I think one thing would be fun on Thanksgiving. You got people coming over. Get everybody in one little single-day daily fantasy game with those three games. Just the Thanksgiving games, a one-day daily fantasy, DraftKings. Might be a fun thing to do if you're not in a uh, gambling state. Just just a little idea, a little something that popped in my little old brain. <laughs> well, there's, I think there's only one now non-gambling state. It just happens to be one with the base of our listeners. But uh, <laughs> California just you know be 19 or 2020, 75, and it won't be gambling. Doesn't make any sense. I'm just gonna a lot of bingo, John. A lot I of don't bingo. understand. It's still when I think about it, what is going on? What is going on? All right. All right. In the interest of time, I'm gonna move along here. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. One day. Well, uh, probably not. I mean, that was crazy. Well, yeah, I, I'm confident. One day. I just one day may be a long ways away. Uh oh, the Raiders, John. What a win. What, what a win. win. Big oh. Latavius Murray revenge game. What a win. Congrats. Somebody had to win, and somebody did. We just finished watching it. This Every, probably- everyone's shitting on Nathaniel Hackett for that end of the game in regulation. Their quarterback makes $45 million. He's a Hall of Famer. Now, I know he's had a rough year, but if you can't depend on him to not be a fucking moron and just like, listen, we're going to put it in your hands because, again, 
we've guaranteed you $180 million. Uh, we should have some trust in you to make a proper decision. You can't just throw it to nowhere. Now, if you, I can live with it hitting a guy's hands, he drops it like that's football, but you cannot do what he did. You have to just hit the ground, right? I, I think he was, I think he let the pass go thinking it was going to be an accurate pass. Do you have to run it there? Let's even rewind. Because um, I think Hackett's going to get crushed for. Just- I don't think you have to run it there, but I do think, you know, for the people that said run it, hindsight is definitely on their side given that not only did they not run it, Russ was not responsible with the ball. And then, you know, the about the time that was left. Now, I think the Raiders, you know, the one thing I would say is I think the Raiders probably could have tied the game earlier had there been less time on the clock, right, given Daniel Carlson's range. Like, they got in field goal range with more time on the clock probably than Denver would have been able to burn. So it may not have mattered in the end. You agree with that? I do think it changes the way you're thinking. At- That's true. 115, then I mean, you get two minute drive, I and mean, that's a long time, even with no timeouts, just to get in the field goal range. You, you have a lot of time on your yeah. side when you have veteran, a veteran quarterback who's not necessarily rushing. I'm a big fan of go win the game, uh, generally speaking. Now, I think that one was pretty easy to second guess, even in the moment tonight. But just part of it is like if that, if Russ is a rookie quarterback and you decide to do that, or a second year guy, the last thing you say to him is, Hey, Russ, if there's nothing there, go down. Well, yeah, I think if Zach Wilson's your quarterback, you just run the ball. He's making $45 million a year. He's a Hall of well, Famer. My point is, if you're deciding to throw the football, the last thing you say in his headset is, hey, if there's nothing there, just make sure the clock continues to run. Well, I agree. I, I, My point is, everyone, and by the time anyone listens to this, he could be relieved of his duties. He could get fired tonight. But I, I'm sorry, I have to put a large percentage of that on Russell Wilson. Like That is the lowest IQ throw I've ever seen from a guy like... I guess he's not technically in the prime of his career based on how he's playing, but he's 32 fucking years old. He's a 10-year NFL vet. He makes $45 million. I've seen him do it 7 million if, times. Here's a question. What? Is the guy just losing his mind? If you make $45 million, does that mean you're a $45 million but quarterback? He, but, he, but he's been a $45 million quarterback no, no, I for know. a long period of time. <laughs> I know. And part of it's his mind. Because right? I think Isn't he, he wants... Smart player? I think he once made that. Well, I mean, you know, did he check out of that? Was there a run call? Did he check to a pass? Why? I but my point is, if no one's there, just hit the ground. It's like basic football. Oh, I follow your point. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't. I don't think you can coach him like he's a forty five million dollar player and trust him to do things that forty five million dollar players do. It's insanity if he if he just can't hit the ground. Because again, I could have lived with it would suck because when you call the play, you have to be prepared. This could be a play that works, and our guy drops the ball. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I can live with a drop pass if I'm a fan or whatever, and we call the pass just over like it's football. I can't live with whatever that was. I mean, that, that was honestly, the the Raiders got lucky when Derek Carr threw a fucking lollipop and Simmons was running to Aspen. Where was he going? It would have fallen right in his hands. Willie Mays stop. Where was he going on third and six? Can you throw that ball through Derek? Uh, Why was it so high? Was that intentional? I just think that's Derek's deep ball. It's not – he did it again to Devontae. Derek just does not want to miss a deep he ball throw in the liner. Yeah, I love that we talked about this game, and it took until the end of the conversation to talk about the walk-off touchdown pass. A lot of time spent on uh, Russell Wilson's decision and not the fact that the Raiders won a thriller, John, in a walk-off. Well, Guy, if you're going to be 3-7 and seven and yeah. destined for six wins on the season – at least the guy you traded a first-round pick for is having, you know, statistically probably the best year of his career. 
couple more touchdowns, walk off, seven catches, 140 yards. I mean, but, but two explosive touchdowns too. Like his two touchdowns were both explosive plays. I mean, you're going to look up. Devontae's going to have 100, 1714. I mean, he's it ain't going to be his fault. They're six and twelve or six and whatever, six and eleven. Yeah, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, he looks like every bit the value of what we probably could have traded more for him. I was going to tweet this. I have my man Azuki tweet it, but. <laughs> It, I just they ended up winning. It, it was hard to kind of uh, con- construct the perfect tweet. Basically, like the Raiders, it almost feels like the opposite of when they traded for Randy Moss. You know, they traded a lot for Randy Moss in this prime. They traded a lot for Devontae in this prime. Yeah. Randy Moss quit. Devontae actually tried, but the records never really changed. That, that's kind of what I was going with. But that was just was a long way. And I also had another tweet when I thought they were going to lose. Like, this is what the Art Shell and Lane Kiffin's teams probably looked at but none of us watched and those that want to do the games were blacked out but that was again held back yeah i had some good ones in the hopper guy i think you'll i I, something tells me you'll have another opportunity to fire some of those off don't you like the this reminds me when i thought they were going to lose and it was like 10 nothing it just felt kind of like a 17 to 3 game this feels like the art shell lane kiffin raiders that no one witnessed beside greg papa and the seventeen thousand people that would attend those games Art Shell, especially great reference. Hashtag blackouts. <laughs> that's what I was going to hashtag too. Blackouts. That's that's pretty good. Uh, but it also doesn't really work because they were on the road, right? Road games weren't getting blacked out then. Avatar asks, "Is this a Raiders show?" Well, sometimes, <laughs> um, only when we think they're going to lose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patriots beat the Jets ten to three. John Zach Wilson uh, was awful. I watched him. Let me give you a quick Zach Wilson stat. I looked it up because I'm watching the game, going, I think part of the problem is Zach Wilson is that he thinks he's being a smart quarterback. I don't know if you caught any of that game. At the beginning of the broadcast, was that Ian Eagle and uh, Charles Davis? I think I think uh, it was Charles. Whoever the analyst was, might have been Charles, said the last time the Jets played the Patriots this year, Zach Wilson was was under 50% completion percentage. He, I looked. He was 48%. They're like, we talked to Zach, and he said that he wasn't worried about his completion percentage because the number the last time they played was misleading. Because eight of his 41 attempts were throwaways. What he regrets was the three interceptions. And I'm like, first of all, I went, eight throwaways? That can't be an accurate number. There's no way that's an accurate number. So I went to old PFF. Well, didn't Jimmy Garoppolo have a, a stat that he had like one throwaway in yeah, seven years? I looked that one up. <laughs> so Zach Wilson has 15 throwaways, but he throws, the, that's the same numbers like Jalen Hurts, but he throws it way less than Jalen Hurts. Zach Wilson throws the ball away on 9% of his pass attempts. That feels like a lot. One out of every 10 is just a throwaway. So he thinks he's being smart, but really he's just making no plays. No plays. None. Walk off, basically punt return touchdown. Pretty thrilling finish in that game. He's pretty terrible. Was he ahead of Justin is, Fields I, and, on Kyle Shanahan's uh, quarterback uh, depth chart probably? or did he Yeah, never it's hard to tell because Kyle can just – it's pretty clear Trevor was just number one universally on every board. He never really gets asked about Zach because he goes, well, we already knew they were going to take him. But And listen, Justin Fields, I think I saw Portnoy say today that you know Justin Fields, no one gets more credit for making some cool plays, yet he's down late in the game, getting the ball back, and he loses every game. Yes. Today, he took a vicious shot. Like, who knows? Hopefully he didn't break his collarbone or whatever. He was getting carted off. But I, I, I do feel some of that because I was watching him thinking, like, this guy's going to lead the – lead the team right down the field, but they didn't even get to like the 50 yard line. Uh, but he is a very entertaining player to watch. My whole point is Mac Jones today, like the Patriots won, they scored three fucking points. 
right? I mean, the, the punt return, offense, yeah. Mac Jones has nothing to do with that. Now, he threw for a lot more yards than old Zach, who sucks, but Mac Jones is not much better. Now, he's better than Zach Wilson, but I watched Justin Fields again today, and I go, like, if you can't work with that, to have Mac Jones over that guy, it's why scout, scouts, coach, coach. Like, Kyle, just scheme your offense. Don't fucking pick the players, for the love of God. That's, that honestly angers me when I when I just think about how mad some of the scouts have to be. Like, are, are we serious right now? Like, our, our coach is clearly pretty good. Like, he knows what he's doing. Are, are we really having this fucking discussion? Uh, every discussion has to be had in a draft room or you're stupid. No, obviously Mahomes. Some of those discussions never ha- took place. But I understand, like, this guy likes him. We talk it out. But after we talk it out and we put some film on, like, well, guys, well, what are we talking about? What what are we discussing here? As a buddy of mine who told me on another team two days before the draft, he's like, you know what's crazy? Now they have a star quarterback. We were just d- bullshitting uh, in our draft room. This was like two days before that Niner you know, draft with all the quarterbacks. We're like, if Mac Jones, the Niners don't take him, and Bill doesn't take him at 15, we can't figure out where he's going. You know, we're just we're just having open discussions of just like you know nerding out fell, like we would. You saying they were saying like if he fell at twenty eight, would we take him? Who's there to no? His point is, I, we don't even we would never waste our pick. We don't need oh, okay. a quarterback. But like, who's catching him as he's dropping like a rock? If Bill passed on him, Bill in the second round maybe right, or Kyle yeah. in the third round. I just think feels man. I just maybe I'm biased. But I just I, listen. I, I they took Trey Lance, and I get it. And I, it's whatever. I mean, at least you took an athletic quarterback, not Mac Jones. But to have Mac Jones above Justin Fields and openly like talk about it, like it does look worse by the week, Kyle. Like it's not. It's one of those things. Like that is not a positive. It's honestly kind of embarrassing, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the fact that he still drafted the an athletic guy. I I think the Zach Wilson one would have, in hindsight. It wouldn't. It could have been pretty crazy looking too, because I think the Jets. He ain't it, man. He's not it's only, it. now. Justin, I'm not. A, it's only Justin, a year and a half into you know. It's he stinks right now, but it. Can you be a bust after a year and a half? It's not trending well. Uh no, I and no, you can't be a well because that's how everyone's gonna talk about him. Yeah, right I don't think you can be a bust, but I, I think internally, my guess is that they have to be pretty sure that they were wrong and now any hope that you have that you were right is just hope because you haven't actually seen anything that leads you to believe it now maybe if internally like you got we love the guy ride or die with this guy okay like right now if justin fields was on the 49ers i don't think we would know like i don't think we know right now with justin fields either way but clearly people who didn't love him have to be more open-minded than they were before he was drafted and if you like them, I think you're pretty optimistic about him right now. Now, I still think it's a long way, right? Because every time I watch him, I go, this guy, oh, my God. And then I look up his numbers, and he's, you know, not really that well, part, effective. Part of it's right. Pocket. He's playing with Dante Pettis and Nikhil Harry. He's just out there trying <laughs> to will his team to victories, right? Try, laying it all on the line, right? Diving, yeah. jumping. If you watch him, and if you've watched football for a long time, whether you're rooting for him or a fan of him or not, and you're just a fan of football, you go, this is a fun, like, I. there's something there. Right? Well, here's here's a fact, I believe. Tell me if this is a fact or a take. If you redrafted those quarterbacks right now, he would go at least two. Maybe Trevor Lawrence one, he goes two. 
I think Trevor Lawrence still going. You just, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying yeah. he's going too. Like he's going ahead of Zach. Wilson. Wonder no circumstances Zach Wilson going, going two, and Trey Lance isn't going three. And right? the Niners make. I'm just saying, could the Niners retake take the trade back? <laughs> undo, undo, undo. Control Z. I'm just saying, in the order of quarterbacks, not first of all, you're right. <laughs> Nobody is going two overall at quarterback probably. I'm saying if we reordered the quarterbacks in that draft, Trevor Lawrence would be the first quarterback. Justin Fields would be, I think, the second quarterback draft. I, I think the Jets would take Justin Fields. I think if you could do a redo, they would just take yeah. Justin Fields. They'd be crazy not to. Because you just put that version of what I've watched with Justin Fields with their team, right? They are really talented. I mean, their defense is awesome. I, you see Robert Sala's quote after. He's like, we play like dog shit. Garrett, Will, Garrett Wilson went on an opening rant, basically. <laughs> like, you know how many yards of offense they had in the second half? Uh, Total no, how yards. Many? How many? Uh, less than three and more than one. They had two? They had two yards of total offense in the second half. In a Not tie great. game, must win against... They have more talent than the Patriots, but their quarterback situation is an utter debacle. Oh, it's not like Mac Jones throwing touchdown, so whatever. Uh, no, no, he's not. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Rams fell to three and seven. John, second week in a row for uh, concussion for um, or concussion protocol, concussion evaluation, whatever for Matthew Stafford. Wild year for them. Yeah. Heavy, re- heavy McVay retirement talk coming this offseason. Maybe more. I think Matt Stafford's career might be over. I think it's about all she wrote. And I think the Rams are completely fucked. And the Lions, who had a nice win today, got to be licking their lips. Not ideal for the Niners because, I mean, Seattle has a very good chance of sweeping them, right? If they got to play with Billy Parsons or whoever, Bryce Parkins, or I, who the fuck is that guy that they brought in to be the backup? I guess because what's his name? Wofford got hurt a couple weeks ago. I mean, they are. They're fucked, bro. Uh, wait, you're saying you think Matthew Stafford would walk away from the money left on his contract? <laughs> uh, I just wonder. Who he's, 27 and a half million in cash next year. 31 I, in 2024 and 32 in 2025. The good news for the Rams is that they have an out in the contract after the 25 season. So, Well, he's already made like $300 million. And I, I mean, you start getting concussions, your arms falling off like. I, I I just he's pretty beat, beat up for a thirty four year. He's already won the Super Bowl again. He is so rich. He made so guy. He got seventy million dollars when he signed. And yet I see him doing AT and T commercials. Well, it's his first ever commercial this year, so he finally cashed in. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, I. I mean, to me, if McVay is back, Stafford has to be back. Now, if McVay retires, different animal. But I think Stafford has. I, I like if Stafford retires. How does McVay? Well, why would McVeigh who well, if McVeigh retires, like I'm I'm sorry, I don't take yeah. the fucking guy seriously. Yeah, but um, that's a separate topic. What I'm saying is if McVeigh's back, then Stafford's back. Because there's no way I don't think McVeigh, if he's flirting with retirement every year, is gonna retire and have somebody other than Matthew Stafford be his quarterback, unless he can find somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, how to me, you number. retire on a four or five win season like that, uh, that's a little bit of a legacy knock. <laughs> like I I I think McVeigh's a little stuck now for a couple of years. I think the conversation is going to keep talking, but I, I think I heard Schrager last week say, like, he ain't going down like when the ship's fucking at the bottom of the ocean, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with your your take that it would not be good for that. It's bad for the legacy. Like John, Madden, John Madden left when he was just winning, you know? 
He was just like, you know, I'm, I'm worn out. Sean Payton was like, I just went nine and eight with seven quarterbacks. You can only name two of them. You can't like leave three, three, four wins. Like, I'm sorry, Sean. That's no one looks at you quite the same. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. No, I, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, but I think ultimately he would still be able to go be whatever the number one analyst somewhere. And oh, that's what I'm he not, wants. Yeah. His, he can do that. He can still he go wants. do all that stuff. Totally. I you know, because at the end of the day, like John Madden's coaching career never really came up for the last 35 years. Right. But I mean, McVay's not going to get a video game, you know? No, no. But you understand what I'm saying. It's like all the stuff about McVadden's winning percentage. No one brought it up until he passed away. But the difference though, would be guys like Madden never came back. So he just became basically like Bob Costas, Marv Albert meets Al Michaels, but as an analyst like this all time. Oh, you're saying you think McVay would come back? Of course, 100%. Like he's not retiring forever. Yeah. Well, then then his legacy's not set in stone either. Yeah. Uh, I gave you my lines. uh, Giants take Dallas kick Minnesota's ass, whatever. Commander six and five. Uh, We're headed. We're on track for the commanders to be a 500 team when the Niners play them. Before we talk about the Niners Cardinals game, John, let's tell the people about our friends at butcherbox.com slash ham, butcherbox.com slash ham. Right now, what does it get you? Butcherbox.com slash ham plus code ham. Add that in. It gets you two 10 ounce ribeyes free in every box for a whole year. Oh my God. I thought it was just two 10 ounce ribeyes. No, in every box for a whole year. Yep, guy. Go right now, butcherbox.com slash ham. That, that is, that, is that the deal of the century? If that's not I mean, the deal of the century, I'd like to hear what the deal of the century is. Go pick your box. Go to butcherbox.com slash ham. Create, curate a good box. They got beef. They got chickens. They got fish. They got ribs. They got pork. They got it all. And when you use butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham, Black Friday Butcherbox is offering our listeners one of their best steak deals. Get two, like I said, 10-ounce ribeyes free in every box for a whole year when you join, plus wow. an additional $10 off. I Sign up right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Use the code ham. Do it right now. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. It's all right there, like John said. Like I said, like John said. Butcherbox.com slash ham and code ham. Free ribeyes for a year plus 10 bucks off. Butcherbox.com slash ham. Code ham. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some 
garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, Niners Cardinals, the Cardinals looking like a uh, shell of themselves at this point. Hollywood Brown is out. Hollywood Brown, if you haven't been paying attention, like I went and looked at his numbers today. I didn't quite realize how good of a year he was having. Um, basically like seven yards a catch or seven catches per game. Sorry. He had a game this year against the Rams with like 14 catches. He went off. He's out. Hopkins questionable. Ertz out. Maybe McCoy playing for better or worse. I don't know if that's good or bad at this point, but. Um, yeah, you're getting a shell of the Cardinals, who are giving up a home game to go play in Mexico City in front of what's going to be 80% Niner fans at elevation. Did you see the stat that uh, when they first started doing this or consistently going to Mexico City, you know, almost 15 years ago, they 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 had like quantitative ways to figure out how many fans that they thought they had in Mexico, nine million, and now they think they have more than 40 plus million NFL fans south of the border. And what's funny is. I was reading this athletic article, like a large percentage of them are 49er fans. Cause we've always been told, uh, there's, might be a fan base that claimed that they own the Latino population. It turns out it's just a bold faced lie. It's a, it's a good, you know, one of those that just feels correct, but it's actually not correct. And the 49ers own Mexico. And based on the numbers this week, obviously the overall fans, they have, I mean, Mexico city is massive, but, uh, I'd say the Niners, you know, you could argue that they're the biggest team, in Southern California, obviously, by the numbers, they're the biggest team in Mexico and uh, should be a home game for them against the, – the, you got to win this game. I mean, you're playing Colt McCoy with no Hopkins, no Hollywood, no Ertz. I, I would say this. You lose Ertz for the year last year – or, I mean, last week. That's a big, like, wow blow, right? Hopkins, who, since he's come back, has just looked like fucking Devontae. It's been awesome. Then he just gets hurt in that game. Now he's out. That's You just watch them play even with Hollywood, who's been hurt. Those two guys, I mean, are a pretty potent crew. So I remove both those two guys. If Kyler could be 100% healthy, he could be 120%. You can't lose to this team, right? I, it, it's unacceptable. You, you cannot. At, uh, in Arizona, in Mexico, in China, in Levi's, like this version of the team you're getting is 
because we talk shit about Arizona, and I'm the leader in the clubhouse because they are talented. When because they really are. I mean, the full if they rolled out with Hollywood, Hopkins, Rondale, James Conner, Kyler Murray, like they got and the Steve, talent on their defense. Yeah, th- that is not what I mean. Buda Baker is battling through this. Watching that second episode, like. They didn't even think they, they were shocked when he came out to practice. Yeah, he was supposed ankle, to be gone for like three weeks. The ankle. Um, the other thing is the the Seahawks are on a bye this week, John. Here's the Seahawks remaining schedule: Raiders, Rams, Panthers, Niners, obviously, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. So I would, you know, the way the Rams are going right now, the Panthers, uh, the Jets, the Raiders, right? Like the the, the Seahawks could keep winning games. The Niners are three and zero right now in the division. You win this game, you get to 4-0 in the division, right? With one Arizona game at home and one Seattle game on the road still coming. And and you've mentioned this for a few weeks when they've been in these divisional games. 4-0 in the division, or then maybe 5-1 or whatever the case would be, right? It's pretty damn good. And you give yourself a great shot, not just to make the playoffs, but winning the division should be their priority still at this point. This Seattle team, as you pointed out last week, you should not lose out on the division with the roster that you built to a Geno Smith quarterback team. You just shouldn't. You've already beat them once, and um, you know you're going to have to keep winning though because their schedule, unless they have like a Giants type fall off, which I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. Maybe not quite to the degree of the Giants because the Seahawks have just been a better team than the Giants have been. And they have a little more high end. You know, they got two legit yeah. receivers. Yeah, yeah, yep. They can go. They can go score a bunch of points, but. The the touchdown interceptions right now for Gene, I think what did we look the other day it was like 17 to four or something. It was off yeah. the charts. So they got to come down to earth maybe a little bit. But again, their schedule is they should keep winning games. So um, if you want any if you really want to go win the division, just go, you got to go win this game. And then, by the way, you'll be you'll be six and four. The Niners will be in first place if they win this game because they'll be six and four. Seattle will be six and four. And the Niners will have the head to head. Here's what I will say. You know, you win this game, you're six and four. You're going to be, what would you guess? I mean, sneaky, you know, I think it's like four, three and a half, four hours from Mexico City back to San Francisco. But so it's it's a short week, but they're going to be a six, seven point favorite against a terrible Saints team. This stretch, which I would say when the season started, did not look that hard. Looks a lot harder now. Dolphins, Bucks, Seattle Commanders. That's yeah. just a tough four game stretch with Dolphins playoff team. Bucks are going to win that division. I mean, Seattle, like you just described, and the commanders are more than alive right now. I mean, they, I think a lot of people were just kind of taking Texans in the points was a sexy bet this week, mm. right? Because short week, commanders, Super Bowl beat the Eagles. I watched a little bit of that game. They beat the shit. It was like 17 nothing like that. Like they oh. came to pound them. Now they are 11 and nine when Heineke starts. They got Chase Young, who didn't come back in this game. Like that game looks. The good thing is you get all three of those teams. Obviously, you got to go to Seattle, but Dolphins, Bucks, Commanders, all at home. And the Commanders game, you know, players, you kind of live in a bubble, but it is on Christmas Eve. They're traveling along. Who knows? Yeah, Maybe true. the Commanders are a little a little easier for the home team in theory, right, to kind of button down. Or you yeah. could argue maybe it's not. Maybe you got people coming, you know, that week. I don't know. Here's the other thing about the Cardinal game. That's a good observation, by the way. Um, the other thing about the Cardinal game, remember the last time the Niners did their – We'll stay on the road at the Greenbrier. That was before the Atlanta game. I think we'll lose to Atlanta after that. Beat yeah. Carolina, then lost to Atlanta. Is that what happened? Yeah. So I was, in, Atlanta. <laughs> I was at the Air Force Academy on Saturday, John. 
I was in Colorado Springs this weekend, not to see the Niners for a football Air Force football game. It was cold as shit, man. It was so cold. And I actually, I was like following, I saw, uh, you know, looking at pictures and just watching some of the press conferences. Being there myself, I think it was kind of weird that the Niners were there. Now, I saw Shanahan said they sent out an advanced crew. They said they got all the facilities here. We want to be at elevation. I don't know if you saw his quote. He said, Alfredo Gutierrez doesn't really know the people in Mexico, so we can't trust his connections in Mexico City. We don't know if they had the facilities to go. Because someone was like, why don't you go to Mexico City early? Like, well, Alfredo didn't have the connections. So we sent some guys to Air Force instead to check it out. Which which I don't think you'd go to Mexico City for a week, can you? I, I don't think so. I mean, but but <laughs> I mean, guy, you can't drink the water. I mean, there's just some risks. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they you know they they for people who didn't follow the story, they went to Colorado Springs because is that the 49ers ers uh, Latino broadcaster? No, that's the offensive lineman, like the six oh, seven. Oh yeah, they never. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, they I'm do here, have a Spanish broadcast, correct? Yeah, they yeah they do. I'm here to tell you, it was really cold. They practice. They practice. I think it. I couldn't quite follow. I think they definitely practiced at two different locations because they practiced outside on grass, which is Air Force's practice facility. Air Force's stadium itself is turf. They might have practiced there as well. And then they definitely practiced at the indoor facility on Saturday. So I think maybe the upshot of being at elevation outweighs the fact that it was a weird week. But to me, it was you. It was a weird week. Like you traveled twice. It was so cold, which it was just miserable. It probably I had to psych myself up to get go to the car. I went to dinner the other night. It was six degrees. Six. So people live, guy. I mean, most I know, but outside. my point is if you were one of these players, to me, it would feel like a lot of hassle. That's my point. It's a very uh, you know, habit-based week. It's about rest and recovery. I think rest and recovery was probably kind of difficult at Colorado Springs. And I the, yeah, I see just, the clip I think of Debo. Do you see the clip of Debo not wanting to come out to the last possible second because it was so cold? No, I he's like peeking his head out the locker room door, waiting for the whistle to blow, and then he was gonna go. I I, I did not <laughs> see that. That's funny though. I I forgot until I saw the photo, like McCaffrey, you know, from the area. But um, yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of being there. Like I wouldn't have thought that had I not gone there. Going there, I'm like, this is just this is a lot. A lot of planes, a lot of buses, a lot of cold, a lot of. Different practice. They're not even practicing at the same place every day. Like zero habits. I don't know. Just kind of. Weird. What would you have done? Just stayed at Levi's? Yeah, I probably would have. Like I don't know. Again, now they they've got the elevation thing, so go do the elevation thing. I'm not. Which is a, which is a big deal. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying after doing uh, my thought, having not gone, would have been yes. This is obviously the right thing to do, and then just kind of seeing it all play out and experiencing the weather. My thought was, I would have at least raised my hand in the meeting and been like, I don't know, guys, is this a little much? Like, can we just go play the game? But well, you don't go a week early when you're playing the Denver Broncos and they're at elevation, right? They're a mile high. Yeah, they're not as high as they're 5,200 and something feet. And Mexico City's like 7,000 plus feet. So Mexico City is really high. Mexico City's high. It's, yeah, it's like a thousand plus feet higher than uh, Colorado Springs. Listen, I, I I can't pretend to chime in about elevation. Beside, it obviously impacts you anytime you've ever gone to like Tahoe and like tried to run. It's no joke. So I understand the mindset. But you're right. I mean, the the cold fucks you up. And at the end of the day, like look at their games. Like they, they're not they don't have a cold game. Now I don't know the weather in Mexico City, but Saints at home, Dolphins so at be, home. I think it's gonna be warm. Bucks at home at Seattle, but even that it's rain. Uh, Commanders at home. Raiders in a dome, 
uh, Cardinals at home. <laughs> it's not like, well, they got to go to at least just get their mindset ready for that Pittsburgh Cincinnati stretch in December. Like, well, they're not exist. going to Lambeau in the playoffs this year. I think it's safe to say. No, so, uh, <laughs> but let's say they let's say they were playing Philly in the second round, right? And Philly's ten degrees of kickoff. They wouldn't go out to Philly four days early, right? No, they didn't go out to Lambo last year early. Josh on the stream says, "As someone who lives at seven thousand feet elevation, the first few days are the worst." Yeah, Estadio Azteca. Where do you live? Colorado, seven thousand. Uh, Mark uh, Mark Florio. Mike Florio said that he talked to Indomitian Sue, and Indomitian Sue told him that his decision for free agency came down to two teams: the Eagles and the 49ers. Okay, I regret saying that they weren't being aggressive. They were being aggressive on them because they needed to do that. I like hearing that they were in on it because that's the mindset you have to have instead of like we said the other day, keeping your fingers crossed. Yeah. And did you see Armstead's out? <laughs> so the the broken. Fibular, tibula, and the plantar fasciitis. You know, they're trying to tease us, but it's every single week. It's out, out. Like it's, I don't know. This is my not shocked face. I mean, I we've been talking about this for with this guy, ankles and both both legs, both feet. I, now, once I, I hear plant, my thing would be and clearly, they, and clearly they by the way second. weren't. Oh, Could you, you have signed Sue three or four weeks ago though? You mean just like? You should have like, recognized that Armstead wasn't coming back sooner. Well, like ultimately, the reason the Eagles did it is because they got 50 run plays called on them on Monday Night Football and they lost. You know, the Eagles, if they had won that game and they wouldn't have been able to run the ball down their throat, they probably don't make the move. Like how he made the move in reaction to like, do we have a run defense problem? Right. That's the Niners have just had a missing defensive tackle problem. Like they just lack bodies. I mean, their two biggest bodies literally on the defense. One guy, his career might be over with his degenerate knee, and the other guy has two legitimate injuries. So it's like, I, you know, you'd have to ask Sue, like, was he waiting to the last possible second? Or could this deal have been done two, three weeks ago when Howie wouldn't have been as aggressive? He has no reason to be when they're 6-0, right. 7-0, and, and like things are going well. To me, the signings were a reaction to what happened Monday night. The 49ers have been in this position without these two players. Feels like I haven't seen Kinloss for seven years, and Armstead's been injured now for a long time. Yeah, I, Armstead's missed half of the games they've played, hasn't he? At least. He's forever. Uh, not Toronto Armstead's game log, internet. Eric's played in three games, John. So, yeah, he's he last played against the Rams in the first game. That was October 3rd. That was a month and a half ago. I just would have done this earlier. Yeah. Um, hmm. It does make you feel a little better, I guess. Here's a take for you. Not a take. Here's a stat for you. I saw this NFL.com today. The headline, is Cordell Patterson a Hall of Famer? Someone DM me that, actually. I was like, what? I if they saw it. On Sunday, he reached an all-time NFL mark when he returned his ninth career kickoff for a touchdown. It went 103 yards. That's more than Devin Hester, Josh Cribbs, Mel Gray, it was his seventh career touchdown of 100-plus yards per NFL research. No other NFL player has more than three ever, and he has seven 100-plus yard touchdowns. He's a phenomenal athlete. Isn't that incredible? 
Uh, Hester gave us 10 bucks, so I'll read his uh, super chat. Fields does look good. I agree with the take, but he simply wouldn't fit Kyle's offense. He's basically playing backyard football, which coaches do deserve flowers. Give him his flowers for allowing him to play to his strengths. Well, what was Trey? Couldn't run it, right? It was like, well, he Kyle didn't just create an offense for him to run around. Well, at least Fields can do that. Yeah, I, I, so Fields is going for 80, 90 right? yards every game now. The difference is, to me, what actually is appealing about Fields is the backyard element of football is what you're trying to get when you get a mobile quarterback. Like a mobile quarterback, simply for the purpose of running zone read and and letting him run power three times a game, it's not the point of getting a mobile quarterback. The point of the mobile quarterback is that when you, the coach, have called a play that isn't working, you cannot reach onto the field and move the pieces on the chessboard around. Somebody has to make the change in the middle of the play. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's the part that, you know, the ad-lib nature with Trey Zach Lance. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson. The ad-lib nature of Trey Lance, that's the part we all want to see. I don't I don't want Trey Lance to come back so I can watch him fucking run the ball 12 times. I want to watch him run around and throw the ball. Totally agree. All right. We'll be back Monday night. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. That was a uh, a nice, quick, tight. We're aiming for 30, but 40. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Later. Good job, Raiders. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.